Hello and welcome. You're listening to KTAR's Arizona's News Roundup, the weekly podcast that gets you all caught up on the biggest stories in the state on your time from a Valley point of view. I'm your host, Taylor Kinnerup, Managing Editor here at KTAR News. Behind the board is Editor and Producer Kate Orda. We're two Valley natives breaking down Arizona's top stories this week. We also look ahead at what's to come to make sure you know what to keep an eye out on until our next episode. For this week, the week of Monday, July 24th, we're finally getting a chance to talk about the monsoon season and a cement truck stopped airport traffic this week. But first, after nearly four years on the missing persons list, Alicia Navarro has been found. Did anybody hurt you in any way? No, no one hurt me. These words are likely echoing through many Valley residents' ears today after the shocking news that the missing autistic teen from Glendale was finally found this week, alive and well. But let's go back. In September 2019, a then 14-year-old Alicia Navarro went missing. Because the teen is on the autism spectrum, her disappearance was classified as a silver alert and became a high priority. Former KTAR reporter Griselda Zatino was among the first to speak with Alicia's mother, Jessica Nunez, shortly after her daughter went missing. Here's that initial story from Griselda about two weeks after Alicia first disappeared. We're now hearing from the mom of the 15-year-old girl who's been missing for 11 days. Jessica Nunez says her daughter, who has autism, left their Glendale home in the early morning hours of September 15th. After seeing their back door was slightly open that morning, Nunez went to check on her daughter and she was gone. I noticed a note that she left on top of her desk saying, I ran away. I will be back, I swear. I'm sorry. Nunez says this whole situation is out of character for her daughter. She says they never had any fights other than typical teenager issues. I don't get it. I, I just don't understand like what lured her, what made her make the decision. She says it's possible her daughter could be with someone she met online. As Glendale police and now the FBI continue to investigate, Nunez remains hopeful. I'm waiting for her to come back because she did leave intentionally, you know, with a goal to come back. And I think that time is now. For those of us in the news business, there are just some stories you never forget. This was one of those for Griselda. She spoke with Jessica Nunez regularly over the years, trying to keep Alicia's story and hope alive. On the two-year anniversary of her disappearance in 2021, Griselda brought us the update after speaking with Glendale Police's Tiffany Galula. Detectives have followed up on more than 300 tips. They even traveled to Nevada after several reports of sightings of Alicia possibly at a homeless camp. But she wasn't found. There's just no trace of her. And it's unbelievable to think that there's no clue or little shred of evidence out there that can tell us where she possibly is. Over the years, police followed up on hundreds of tips, and Nunez never gave up hope that they would find her daughter. And Griselda spoke to that endless hope when speaking with Arizona's Morning News Thursday about Alicia being found. Every time I would speak to her, um, she would just be in tears and, you know, begging for answers. And, and the message she would always leave me with is, you know, she would say a message to her daughter. She would say, Alicia, I love you. Come back home. You know, I'm not mad at you. I will love you regardless of what happened. Um, and, and that message would always resonate and just would stay with me. And while this was an outcome she likely hoped for, it likely didn't prepare her for the shock. This week, Alicia turned herself in to a police station in a small town in Montana near the Canadian border. Lieutenant Scott Waite with the Glendale Police Department explains Alicia came forward to ask for her name to be taken off the missing persons list. 
It's very early in the investigation, but every indication she's given us so far is that she willfully left her home. Now, the dynamics surrounding that decision are obviously something that we're looking into. Her mother was told Alicia was found just an hour prior to the news becoming public. She later posted a video with a message of gratitude to the Facebook page that had been used in the search to find Alicia. I don't have details, but the important thing is that she is alive. And I want to thank the community and God for all that you have done. So now the question becomes, who helped her? Although she's now 18 years old, Alicia was a young teen when she first disappeared. Her mother had previously told reporters she was heavily dependent on others before she left. It's also unclear if she'll plan to reunite with her mother or return to the valley. This will definitely be a story we continue to follow for you. But to see more videos and hear more audio from Alicia and her mother, you can head to KTAR.com. It may seem too good to be true, or maybe, depending on what part of the valley you're in, you still don't believe it. But the valley's rainless monsoon has finally come to an end. Maybe it was that unfamiliar tapping on your window Wednesday night, or maybe you were wrangling lawn chairs in garbage bins Thursday morning. But it's true. The first rain of monsoon season has officially hit. While the rain gauge at Sky Harbor remained bone dry, some parts of the valley saw up to a full inch of rain. The last time the Phoenix area saw rain was back in March, more than 120 days ago. And while the calendar start of the monsoon was June 15th, a relentless heat made the monsoon a non-starter. And because of all our heat, last night's rain couldn't have been more welcome. Mark O'Malley with the National Weather Service tells our Jim Cross this was just a warm-up act for what's ahead this weekend. A big pattern shift coming in, a wave entering from Mexico, dragging a bunch of moisture in here. We've broken a series of heat records this summer, all well before August. We're inching towards 30 days of temperatures at or over 110 degrees, blowing the previous record of 18 days out of the water. Plus, thanks to the rain, our lows finally dropped below 90 degrees for the first time since July 9th, which only contributes to why this July is set to be the hottest month in Phoenix history, and by a wide margin, too. Here's some more from KTAR's Jim Cross's conversation with Marco O'Malley. The way it's looking now, this is easily going to go down as the hottest month ever for the city of Phoenix by a long shot. I mean, blowing away records by two two degrees on a monthly scale. On any month? It's any month ever. I mean, we just set the records back in 2020. The August 2020, it was the average temperature was 99.1 degrees. And at that time, it was the hottest month ever recorded. Based on the preliminary data for the forecast coming out, will be somewhere around an average of 102 and a half degrees this month. So we'll be blowing away the August 2020 record by nearly like over three degrees. Wow. And that's why, despite how minimal this week's rain may seem, it still may have been life-saving. This week, Maricopa County updated its total heat-related deaths for the year so far with seven more deaths. This brings the yearly total up to 25. While it's still less than the 38 heat-related deaths reported at this time last year, there are still 249 deaths being investigated as potentially heat-related. So while relief is on the way, please remember how brutal these temperatures can be and stay inside, stay hydrated, and please stay cool. 
And finally, traffic came to a near halt at Sky Harbor after a cement truck overturned this week. Just before 8 a.m. Wednesday, a cement truck tipped over on the southbound 143 Sky Harbor ramp. Here's how KTAR's Detour Dan described it in the moment. We have a cement truck that rolled over in a crash in the ramp and crashed into the barricade wall, absolutely demolished, disintegrated the concrete wall for about a 30-foot stretch. It's just powder in there. Concrete is actually, fresh concrete is actually spilling down the embankment. And while this may not have been the absolute biggest story of the week, there's one big reason why we wanted to bring this up. Despite the brutal heat and the fact that this was smack dab in the middle of a morning commute, perfect strangers came together to spring into action. An eyewitness called the KTAR newsroom, and I had the opportunity to hear how regular people came together to help. A nurse drove by and saw it. She was one of the first ones there, according to everybody that was around. Uh, That lady rocks. I didn't get her name. She was inside the wreckage underneath. And Phoenix Fire Captain Scott Douglas later told me this woman acted quickly, saving critical time for the driver. Fortunately, a nurse uh, was passing by, was able to arrive on scene, noticed that uh, it appeared that the man had a lower extremity issue with severe bleeding. She did apply a tourniquet. He adds this likely helped to save the driver and give him the best possible chances in a horrifying situation. This story served as a reminder this week that among the worst stories in the news, we can still find the best of ourselves in it all. So that's it. You're all caught up for this week, the week of Monday, July 24th. But what's ahead? Here are a few things to keep an eye out on until we meet again. First, we could learn the fate of doomsday cult mom, Lori Vallow Daybell. The former Arizona mother was found guilty in the deaths of her two children, Tylee and JJ, and her sentencing is set for July 31st. Plus, we could see an end of 110 degree temperatures, and this as the Arizona Cardinals begin their first full week of training camp. Remember, you can read more on all the week's top stories and get breaking news in real time on KTAR.com. You can also listen live on 92.3 FM or to take KTAR everywhere you go, just download the KTAR News app for articles, podcasts, and of course, breaking news. A big thanks for listening from your very own Valley Girls, Taylor and Kate. This is KTAR's Arizona's News Roundup. Until next week.